Welcome to IDIQ Labs, the podcast where we deep dive under a microscope and explore the ever-changing landscape of personal and financial wellness. Brought to you by IDIQ, an industry leader in identity theft protection and credit monitoring products. We got another exciting episode today, so let's get started. So guys, today we're talking about keeping your kids safe online. And um, I know that for me, with my kids growing up, the internet was definitely not a new thing when they were growing up, but I have a 19 and 20 year old and, um, but it definitely wasn't to the level that it's at right now. And kids weren't walking around with cell phones. Uh, they didn't all have social media accounts when my kids were growing up, but it was all a growing trend. And so I know for me, I had to start dealing with that a little bit, um, while I was raising my kids. And I can't imagine what parents of young kids are doing right now to help protect them from seeing or experiencing things that you as a parent don't want to. Because you want control over how you raise your kids. And you kind of feel like you've lost some of that control with the way that people are presenting things online. Mm-hmm. So what do you, well, what I kind of feel like we should take an opportunity to age you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, What was it like when you were a kid? <laughs> 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 Back in your day. Like, well, can I mean, you still read the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, ele- electricity was new. Excellent, so, excellent start. So, and yeah, and but you went to the library to research your books and stuff. Oh yeah, went and, to the library. Had to had to look everything up with the the. The Dewey Decimal Yeah, Dewey Decimal <laughs> Did you have a uh, microfiche? Do you remember That's microfiche? That's what I was looking for, the yeah, microfiche. Yeah. yeah, and you had to like, you had to move it around so mm-hmm. that you could find what books you wanted and and look look at things. Thank <laughs> I you. missed that level. Yeah, what about... Um, you didn't, you I didn't, didn't have that big. Did yeah. you have an Encyclopedia Britannica in your house? I did. Uh, yeah, a whole series. Ooh, all the letters? Uh, I don't... Well, you know, I don't know. My parents might have it in their in their attic. Might be worth a lot of money now. There, Every, I don't know if you guys experience this with your parents, but every, I don't know, like two years, I get a new box of things mm. that, that was mine when I was growing up, like delivered to my house because they don't want to store it, store it anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. Or just something my parents don't want. They feel like we can either deal with it mm-hmm. or, or get rid of it for them. Yep. Yeah. So both of those things happen. So you, did your parents care about your like education and to the point where they were like, helping you with your with your school or were you just a good enough student where you just did all that stuff on your own i I was not a good enough student to just do things on my own i did need a push oftentimes because i grew up in the 90s i was a latchkey kid and so uh my parents were both you know in their careers and and doing things and then i'd come home from school and uh, and be on my own until nighttime. <laughs> Basically, I, ha- yeah. I have to figure stuff out. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm about to life. throw my mom under the bus. Yeah. I was not a latchkey kid, but my parents were both working, so I don't really know what I did <laughs> after school to the, to the time when it was like time to eat. Yeah, um, we did. Chores. I rode a lot of bikes. I rode, Me rode too. my bike rode a lot. Yeah. Time. Did you have a Nintendo? Uh, I did not have a Nintendo, but I had a friend that had a Nintendo, okay. and I nice. I. Envied him. It was amazing. Yeah, to the go Nintendo and was play. Nice. Like yeah. I had a Nintendo, like the first one, the Nintendo Entertainment System. And like if my mom took it away, it was like I, I 
pretty much thought I was going to die. I remember one time I was with my, my best friend, Eric. He was my next door neighbor. And, and I was like, I was like this close to tears. And I was like, at least we still have our bikes. <laughs> like, I think we can live. But that's all we had. We had. Um, so you did have a Nintendo. I had a Nintendo and which is probably why I'm good at Mario Kart. That's probably. Cool. But I'm not as good as some of the folks at this company that practice a lot. Scott, Damien, and Jason. <laughs> um, please, for all those out there, please feel free to make fun of them. They're amazing at Mario Kart. It's a weird thing to be amazing at. But yeah, um, my, so I guess the point is my parents didn't have to worry about any of this stuff. Yeah. No. I, did, I had an, an Atari. Oh, that, well, you really are old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like with the joystick. With the joystick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you play Pong? I played Pong and Tank. Mm. Those were two very I don't even awesome know what Tank too. is. You're too young. Do you remember uh, Pong? I know what Pong is. Okay. Didn't play. Did you have a game system? We had Sega. Oh, nice. Sega. Genesis. Yeah, mm-hmm, Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Cool. We're all kind of old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first computer? Uh, I don't know. It was those MacBooks, remember when they were colored? Like the mm-hmm. Zoolander ones? Yeah. Those ones. That's cool. That with the big bubble on the back, yeah, like the teal yeah. or the yellow, yeah, yeah. like a handle, yeah, 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 it had yeah. A handle. yeah, yeah. Those were one of the first computers we had, but we really just had my mom's computer, and then we had like the big ass cord for the dial up, yeah, and she had her own separate phone number for work and for internet purposes. <laughs> and then every time we uh, pick up the phone, she would get super pissed and then scream at us from the opposite nice. side of the house, yeah, that's awesome. So, your mom worked from home, mm-hmm. wow, that's yeah. That's early. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. She's a consultant. Yeah. And so she we built her whole office in the garage and then so she stayed there. She's a lot younger than us. So the internet was a little <laughs> bit more prominent. That's an excellent point. Yeah. 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 Definitely younger than us. <laughs> I was the first uh, Facebook generation. Do you remember the printer uh, paper that had like the perforated edges? Oh, yeah. My dad would oh, bring yeah. it home okay. from the hospital and we would draw on it. Okay. So you do yeah. remember. All right. All right. So I'm, you're not, I'm in, I'm in the middle. Yeah. You're, you're in the middle. So then um, on the gaming side... What about one of the things that I was thinking about beforehand? One of the biggest things that my kids ever got scammed on was on a video game. Oh, my, how? My daughter, it was way, it was before Face ID on iPhones, mm-hmm. and my daughter started a game that was a paint by number puzzle thing. So I mean, tiny mm-hmm. little game, nothing. Mm-hmm. They charged us two hundred bucks a week. What? Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I was weak. A week. I had to hand it to him. I wasn't even mad. Like I reported it to Apple, but I was like, even dude, this is the most, <laughs> this is the most like bravado thing I've ever seen. Was um, it an actual scam or they just, that was just their price their business model. model. That, was yeah. their, that was their business model to, they marketed to kids to do, they, they would market to any kid who was playing these other normal mm-hmm. pay by number games. So all they had to do was click on it and click say, on it and upgrade. start. Boom! They charged my, our Apple account wow. two hundred bucks a week. It was amazing. Damn! And thankfully, I was broke enough. I found it immediately. <laughs> two hundred dollars was a fortune. <laughs> so <laughs> that one might take me a day to find. Oh my gosh! I had a friend. Her son spent five thousand dollars on Fortnite. Actually, because he didn't know that it was connected to her Chase account. Oh my! And so he was just playing, doing his thing, and upgrades, and you know, skins and dances or whatever they buy on Fortnite. A bunch of them later, and it was like five thousand dollars, and she was. Wow. Yeah, she was also broken up, but still. It is like my snap on tool story. (laughs) (laughs) My son. Oh, you were you weren't in the last one. 
my son, um, we've made him an authorized user on our credit card and he got a job at a mechanic store uh -huh. and the Snap-on tool truck shows up like weekly at the snap at the at like mechanic shops yeah and he would go in and he would use our credit card as an authorized user to buy a snap-on tools yeah. and he racked up like three grand mm -mm. in snap-on tools before we found it does he even like yeah. do any construction or anything now he works on motorcycles now okay yeah. so yeah. they at least yeah. they're being used some oh i made he they're my tools now oh well, there you go yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> All, everything he made at the mechanic store, he used to pay off Perfect. the tools that he bought. <laughs> Do your kids play games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they have uh, because I didn't, get, I didn't have a Nintendo, and I always wanted one. We made sure that when they were growing up, they had like Xbox, and I would play with them. And they totally had cute. Nintendo. So you, had, you wanted to play? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really for them. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to play. Yeah, I totally sure. bonded with my stepson over Zelda. It was awesome. Classic. Yes, because I was good at Zelda. And so he couldn't figure out some of the things, some of the puzzles and stuff. And then it was like, I think that was what got me in for sure. He was like six. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> so we, with your kids growing up, like what, what age did you feel it was appropriate for, for them to start like looking at social media or even have a social media account? So my kids are... One just turned, my stepson just turned 24, and then 20, and then 15. So they've all kind of grown up at different stages of, like, the development of social media and stuff. As far as online specifically, my kids don't even go online unless it's for school. They mm -hmm. can care less. It's only um, social media stuff. Same. It's, it, they, it's Snapchat, Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those are the three. Um, I think it's in the order of Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram. And that's like where they would be on social media. I, and for the older kids, that stuff just wasn't as popular when they were um, when they were younger. So we didn't have to worry about it a ton. Actually, I don't know if you guys remember, TikTok used to be called Musical.ly. Yes. And then it was only little tiny music videos. That's mm -hmm. all yeah. it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they were on Musical.ly when, when that's what it was. And I didn't care. I mean, it was like these... Like yeah. kids doing dance videos, like their age, you know, exactly. it all made sense. And then it just became this like giant monster that it is now. Um, but I've pretty much let my, I don't know if I'm lucky because of like the way that they, like their age, but I've pretty much let my kids do the social media that's been available to them because they've been old enough to where we would like talk about it as, as time goes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not like I have a, a, a six year old now with TikTok being what it is today. Because I would not be okay with it. Yep. I yeah. would, you don't know how, all, all the dark rabbit hole that somebody can go go into mm -hmm. on those things. On Instagram, TikTok, yeah. everything. So I, I, I think I would be a lot more stringent today um, if they were younger. Yeah. See, that's where I've fallen because mine are younger. So my, my kids got their first device when they were 10. That was the rule. <clears throat> and we are really strict on social media at the beginning. But then when we got custody of my two older girls, they came from a different background where they could have any app under the sun with no supervision, no parental controls. And I had to balance that against the two that had, you know, the basics. Mm -hmm. And so we had to do a lot of work to try to solve for how to blend that together and find the rules and the boundaries between the two. 
Um, we have, my girls have the same, the top three, the Instagram, the Snapchat, and the, and the TikTok. Uh, TikTok is number one in my household. My son is the only one that has, he only has TikTok. Nobody else is allowed. Uh, he, because I don't trust him yet because he's the baby of the family. He only, he's only 10. But we've already had issues with the girls having, going down those dark, dark rabbit holes, not knowing what was going on because there were no real good parental controls yet. And they were making the fake accounts. I don't know. Do your kids make the fake accounts? Spam accounts? Spam. And it's called spam. Why is it called spam? I don't know. It was like 18 Just M's at the end. That way that other kids can find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I had heard Finsta. Finsta? Yeah. I like a fake Instagram. Oh, yeah. cute. Cute. No. But essentially it's a spam account. Yeah, but fake. my favorite is they think yeah. that they're being so sneaky, but they link it to their phone number. And because I'm like, if you're going to be on social, I have to be a friend. I have to be able to access yeah. what you're posting. And so when they, you know, make another fake account, it's like, hey, do you know spam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still know you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that added account. <laughs> but That's it's really hard. It's so hard your to threshold, it. it was like 10, you feel, is... A, yeah, and is, I wasn't... It's I like didn't love where it. you can start dipping your toe into it. Yeah. Is that because of like the social pressures? Because like my sister, she did not let her kids have... TikTok or Instagram until um, they are 14. Yeah. There. And so she held strong for a long time. Um, what, so, what do you feel like the threshold is? I don't know. I, I mean, I think so. One like of the if things you had a younger kid now, if I had a younger kid and I think the relationship between the parent and the kid has a huge part Definitely. of it. Mm -hmm. If you're, if, if you're involved with the kid and you're like, a part of their accounts, you know their mm -hmm. friends. I think it's really important to know their friends, not just know your kid. Yep. Um, so, like, we're connected to all our kids' friends through social media. Mm -hmm. And um, I think my wife has streaks on Snapchat with, like, 20 of my daughter's friends that go, like, 45 to 60 days. Like, yeah. You know it. what I mean? So, mm -hmm. like, we, we just kind of stay involved. I think I would be okay if I still – and. I know that I don't know everything. Like I know that my kids could absolutely be doing something that I don't know, but I think it is if you're like that engaged with your kid all the time, I th I think I'd be a little bit more on the lenient side of being okay with them, like around mm -hmm. maybe eight or ten. I agree. Um, as long as I know their friends. Yeah. Would you be surprised to know that thirty three percent of five to seven year olds have a social media profile? Actually, no. I don't know if you are. I think it makes sense. I just think, like, <clears throat> what are they doing on there? You know, I know. what I mean? Like, well, that's what I thought, what I thought, I thought it's weird is that I get it, a lot I of guess. the parents I would have never that, even, though. It, it doesn't even enter my mind to allow a five to seven year old to have a social media Because, like, for example, I have one for my son that I run. I know I said he's not allowed of Instagram, but I have his Instagram account because I'm already posting highlights for sports because we have recruiters already looking at that young of an age. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like, yeah, I could definitely see a parent creating accounts, like mm -hmm. creating YouTube channels and stuff for their kids, if, especially in the sports. I guess I can see a YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah, YouTube channel for sure. But it'd be under the parent, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of parents that I know in sports have YouTube channels for their yeah. kids. Well, there's a lot of parents on the other side of it that think that their daughter, you know, oh, they're so cute. Let them have their own little dance channel. Right. Which that it would never find in my house. I guess that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. I only have boys, so I never... Yeah, the I, girls. Like, that's where it's weird. Like, with the boy, I, it's... All sports, and he just looks at stupid stuff, whatever. Yeah. But the girls, those are the ones that I'm like, can you not? Like, you can't just like everybody's stuff. Like, you need to, like, understand what you're liking, who you're letting like your posts, and what you're putting out there because it's it's going to be out there. Yeah. You bring up a good point on the boys versus girls. I think 
in my opinion, it the on the boys' side, it's you can see a lot of stuff that can jack up your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like totally see women objectified, mm-hmm. and and I don't think that that's positive for a kid who's potentially going to be in a relationship one day. Agreed. You know, um, that's that's the kind of thing that worries me on the boys' side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, but at the same time, they all face the same pressures. Like bullying is. I really worry about bullying, so I try to stay stay close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, we have not in our family we haven't had a problem with that. But as far as my kids have told me, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but at the same time, like that's one of the reasons why we stay close to the friends and stuff that's like that. We because they would tell us if yeah. there's problems, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I'm I'm like sort of deathly afraid of bullying. My yeah, I got a nephew who was like, we thought he might have been bullied, which it turned out to be just a mistake. But it was like, I can't stand that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and especially like such formative years, like you don't want a kid like leaving this this age of from twelve to twenty or or even younger, whatever, feeling like they were bullied. Like I, I especially on social media. Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be a good place. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to be a good time of life. You know, something you look back finally on. You know, maybe it's awkward, but not not you don't want to think about being bullied all the no, time. No, never. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what, like, what do you think has been the best <clears throat> best way for you to keep control of your kids' social media presence and what they're doing and their activities online? Good question. So, back to Rick's point about being close with their kids. We've been trying to find that balance where I don't want to be too strict while we're in their mix all the time and I'm like, you know, checking their phone every day. But at the same time, I need them to know that there are boundaries and that if they are going to go down a dark rabbit hole, I'm going to find it. So what my husband and I have kind of installed in them is random checks. So it's not like an everyday thing. It's not a once a week thing, but it could come out of the blue. I come home from work one day and I'll just do a big old phone sweep and I'll be bluntly honest with them like now or never like now or hold your peace kind of a thing like do you have something to fess up to or are you acting right and then some of them will say oh well I got this going on or whatever or I'm clean okay we'll take their phone and then we do invade their privacy I will fully admit it but I also feel like you're under my roof so I have to teach you and if you're hiding things I have to find it that's literally my job as your parent so then we'll go in and we'll do a massive sweep of all their social channels their dms everything, their search history, whatever it may be, even their text messages, and go through. And there's going to be times, like, kids are kids, like, they'll be cussing or do stupid shit like that, whatever. But, like, we found out that my daughter was talking to some guy through Xbox chat on her phone and some guy who lives in Texas. What? Absolutely not. You're done. How old is she? She's 14. Absolutely not. Wow. Wow. Absolutely not. So that was done. She still hasn't. It's been almost uh, three months, and she still hasn't had her phone. She's done. Uh, that and then we found all the multiple accounts and then the content that they're posting. I was like, if you want to post and like do like a cute like selfie or your cute little dance moves with your friends, you do you boo. But like you're not gonna sit there and sing lyrics like F you, F my life, this, that and the other and I'm so depressed. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Like if that's what you're feeling and that you feel like you need to get out there, then I have a bigger problem than what you're putting on social media. I need you to come talk to me. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And then we'll go through the comments. Like, what are they saying to other people? Like, do I have grown men that are messaging you? Like, absolutely not. And so we do a sweep like that, and it's worked. Uh, The first time I did a sweep, we had all kinds of drama on all four accounts. Second time I did the sweep, I only had drama on two accounts. 
But I will say that it was less dramatic than it was the first time. It was, you know, just stupid shit that they're saying back to each other and stuff like that and, you know, making fun of another guy or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Talking about... But it goes to what you're saying. Like, if you have a relationship, and that's what I've noticed, too. Like, when I first got custody of my older girls, there was no real relationship. They got thrown into a very strict household overnight. And so their social media was off the you chains. You had to build. I had yeah. to build it. Yeah. So I had to build the trust and I had to build the relationship. So and then when we did the second sweep, you know, they'd been in the house for a year understanding the new rules. It was like night and day. And then they understood the consequences immediately. And they were like, yeah, we know. Yeah. So it goes to your point. Like you have to have the relationship with your kids. You can't just, you could have restrictions all day, but if you're not having that relationship with them, it's just going to make it worse. I think it's about how you react to it too. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly what you're saying. It needs to be a safe place so that if, if they do something, mm-hmm. they're not afraid to talk, talk exactly. to you about it. Or totally about agree. It. Yeah. Yeah. You, that you're you just going to like come down, uh, you know, like a hammer on them yeah. every right. single time they do something wrong. No. Yeah. We so, had something similar where my son, um, when they first got their social media accounts, <laughs> uh, he was interested in this girl. And so we were watching their social media stuff and they weren't really posting or they would post. And then I don't know if your kids do this, but they don't want too many posts. In uh-huh, there. So they keep deleting them? Yeah. So or they, they put them in drafts? Yeah. So they keep Jesus. deleting them. So it goes, you know, they'll have one post or zero posts. And it, and it, so they just post on their story? No, no. they just post, they post, but then, then they take it down. Then they take it back down. Is it because they want to be like a little too cool for school? Yeah. Like they don't yeah. want anything like, on there. I, I honestly don't know what the strategy, <laughs> strategy is. They don't have a social media I keep strategy. Asking, I'm trying to understand the strategy. Yeah, I have no, no idea what the I'm strategy is. I'm too cool is. to post all the time or I'm worried about what my parents might see. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those two things. Maybe a combo. <laughs> they don't post any like family pictures of us nope, either, I never. which is like ridiculous. But it's rude. That's what it is. It's rude and it's hurtful. Yeah, it's hurtful. Now I see why you're frustrated. <laughs> you're never but gonna have any memories. I can't. I can't tell you how many times my wife, we would we would go away for a family vacation, um, backpacking or mm-hmm. something, or climbing, and we'd come home, and my wife would post something on social media about it, and she would tag our kids in there, and then um, and then she'd ask them for the next like week. Are you going to post about it? Are you going to post for like our, repost yeah, it? Are you going to repost from our family? Oh vacation? my God. I'm not, yeah. I'm not done that part yet. I, I, I think my daughter's stuff is so cool with now she's like snowboarding and uh, both the girls, they're snowboarding, they, they can wake surf and I want to post it. Like, get it off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm no. never allowed to post about them. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, get that off of there. They don't want anybody to see that. <laughs> well, my sister goes all the way to the extreme where she won't let any picture of her kid be on social media at all. So like it's oh. been a real struggle for the grandmas on both sides because uh, you well, know. Well, what about the social pressures there? Like, don't you think that that kid's friends are like, what's going on? Well, she's like it's such a common thing for them. She's her whole argument is that it's his choice, so I'm not going to put any pictures of him online until he can decide whether he could have his picture online. I'm like, it's oh, a that's fair a fair argument. That's a whole nother. It's a whole nother yeah, topic. Topic <laughs> for sure. Well, okay. but that is a good point, right? Yeah. About yeah, yeah. like what. Is it better to restrict and monitor or to teach and yep. and train? And that's kind of, you know, the UK just released their online safety well, that's right. um, policy. And I don't know how much of it you guys have read, but looking through it, it's there's a lot of um, 
there's both sides and a lot of controversy around it mm -hmm. on whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's definitely um, in the more restrictive side of, of things around. And so people are, it, I guess on the surface, it looks like, um, you know, they're, they're eliminating illegal content, which is great. But sure. Not, yeah. I read the, the statement that things that are illegal offline are now going to be illegal online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, things that might be, uh, you know, hurtful or, or bad for a, a child to, to see or look at as far as content. Um, they're also putting that in the hands of the platform providers to decide whether or not, uh, that should be seen by, by a, a child. And so how do you, how do you guys, I mean, as a parent, I, I would want to make that decision. And so that's, I think where a lot of the pushback comes because then now you're starting to restrict some free, free, freedom of speech yeah. and mm -hmm. some other things. Yeah. I think the free speech, there's definitely an argument that they're going to restrict free speech. Yep. Um, first of all, I don't know how the hell they're going to actually enforce this stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. I, that's like beyond me a little bit. But then the concept as a we're talking here like as parents and sure, I don't want my kids seeing all that weird stuff. Exactly. Yeah, you know? but what's weird to you may not be weird to me. somebody else. That's an like Sarah. Point. <laughs> <laughs> Cute laughter things, guys. <laughs> but for me it goes back to the like being being if there's any implication that my kid could be bullied, I'd love for there to be extra help to restrict something. Yeah. Like Definitely. That. You know, in in or if there is an implication that my son could see something that's going to make him objectify women, I would love for that to be restricted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess, but to your point, I guess that's potentially up to us to decide what would cause him to think about uh, what it means to objectify women. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I think that the, the law, it's like they're trying to boil the ocean yeah. and try yeah. to get so much done in, in all this time and i don't know how they're going to get people to admit to what their true age is when you know as, not, one, no. as one of their one of their enforcement tactics is to have people like verify their age yeah it's the same thing with alcohol <clears throat> sites okay yeah. just put in somebody else's birthday and it's like okay yeah right it's it so anyway i think i maybe i just don't know enough about it but i, I think it's going to be really really difficult to yeah. to actually make it make yeah. an impact and we had a we had a thing in our house it was like a a network hub uh, with parental controls on it. Mm -hmm. This was uh, years ago. And they were just coming out with all these different ways to monitor what type of content's flowing through your house. And you could go in and you could toggle things on and off yep. um, as far as content. And it was, it was really bad because it would catch some really good websites and it would let some really bad ones through still. And so it was still coming, uh, you know, the technology was still being advanced. But now I think with this policy, one of the other things they're they're pushing for is to allow adults to tailor what content's flowing into the home based on these toggles, and so that would mean that internet uh, people writing content for the internet would have to in some way send that through like a meta tag, mm -hmm. like what type of content this is, yeah, um, until they get some sort of AI that probably can scan it and understand like what what's what offensive really yeah what's offensive or not but that just seems really overbearing like there's some that are some topics that we all know are just 
probably universally bad. Mm-hmm. Like, right. You don't want your kids to ever see. Nobody would want their kids to see yeah. or do. Anything and, about suicide, terrorism, yeah. pornography. I don't Top want my three. kids any mm-hmm. a part of any of that stuff. Yeah. At all. Yeah. But then there's other things that, you know, one one parent may see as something they want to restrict or keep their kids completely off social media and yeah. away from everything. Um, and another parent might want to take a different approach on how they're going to deal with that. Well, so. it's similar to how they rate movies, right? So, like, it could be rated R, but it could be some parents could think that's fine and some parents could think PG-13 is fine. Some yeah, things, you based know. on the content of the movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you use that? You mentioned your um, your phone sweeps. Do you use any technology? We use that just what Apple provides, and okay. we can go through and like I have them on my family plan in Apple, and then I can say you know how much time they're allowed on the screen, uh, what sites they're allowed to go to, what they're not allowed to go to. Um, they can have like an hour for TikTok and then two hours for Instagram if I wanted to. Like I could get pretty granular that way, but I. As of now, I haven't felt the need to get anything. Like, I know there's a system that's called Bark that's pretty awesome that, like, goes I in and that. reads their content, basically, and, like, gives you alerts, which is awesome. But and you can limit screen time and all kinds of stuff in Bark, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's good stuff with that, too. Like, do you share location? Yes. Yeah. So I know where they're going. Yeah, which too. has been it, pros and cons because my girls know that they do that. And so they're like, yeah, pick me up at my friend's house. And I'm like, okay, well, what's the address? And then they send me a pin. And I went to like this neighbor's house, and I was like, "Oh no, you're definitely not where my children are." This my bad, you know. That's funny. But but there's also weird apps. <clears throat> speaking of location, there's weird apps that really aren't considered social media, but they're like GPS apps, and those freak me out. I don't know if you guys have seen those. That like you can Life, fake your location. Like Life 360. Oh. Well, no, but they like share it with their friends, yeah. and they can share it with their community. I'm like, I don't want my community to know where you are. Right. Like, why? Yeah. Why? Why is this a good idea? <laughs> We share locations with some friends and stuff. Like we've had people, we've had some friends that like started dating again and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes locations. sense. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I just don't Facebook need... used to do that. Like you could check in at oh, restaurants right. yes. and everything. Or... But like Life360, yeah. like it just sends pings like as you move, I yeah. think. And I was yeah. Like, well, you can see how fast your kid is driving. Yeah. Oh, on Life360? Yeah. Noted. Mine's not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe take a rewind all that. Yeah. Back. Maybe I want it back there all. are yeah. good benefits to that. <laughs> Pros yeah. and cons to every app <laughs> then. Yeah. yeah, you can see. Exactly but showing your entire neighborhood where you're at is not necessarily a good thing. No. No, I would agree. Let's yeah. maybe have, again, boundaries. <laughs> yeah, like Strava, um, the fitness app they used to they realized that there was potential danger with people's posting the pattern of their running yeah and so they'd post it and see the start and stop and so then other people would know so now they <clears throat> they block out kind of like the first half mile Interesting. Of where where you start and stop and all your running because... it's just so sad that like you think that that'd be such a cool app and like whoever's into fitness would use it when there's so many bad characters out there that are like yes i know her route yep. like now i, I can go be a bad person mm-hmm. so your technology you use the the apple stuff mm-hmm. um i don't use any uh parental control technology other than some basic apple stuff did you guys but to take sarah's approach did you did you guys did you invade uh, their privacy? Yeah, start grabbing <laughs> cell phones and looking at apps. No, and... we don't. Um, so it's like the wild, wild west at your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Basically, if my daughter sees this, she's gonna be like, "Don't even think about it." No, but I will say that, um, like, nobody's like coveting their phone and being like, "Don't touch my phone." See, that's awesome. Have you tried to touch their phone though? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, use mine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's good. Yeah. Uh, for sure. That's, I would say that's definitely part of the culture. Did you guys have any problems with your kids? Uh, it, like watching too much YouTube or, or looking at too much social media so they weren't getting their homework done? All the time. It's still a battle. I had to reduce yeah. their screen time so much when we first got their phones. I'm like, and I tell them all the time, like, you you know you can live your life without TikTok, right? Like, you can brush your teeth without TikTok. <laughs> you can make a snack without TikTok. Like, it's not going to kill you to put the phone down. But So I definitely agree that that's the newest distraction. But, like, kids in the 70s were not doing their homework either. Correct. Yeah. You know Fair what I point. mean? So, that, like, yes, it it is super addictive. Which I don't, I don't have TikTok. I, I can't, I don't, I don't want to give myself that opportunity. It's like, <laughs> um, talk about a time suck. But then, you know, that's a constant problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's a parental issue. I have a friend that sends me all of these um, TikTok videos, and they're all about um, ways to be more productive. And <laughs> Stop. I, Stop. I swear. You gotta be kidding. No. Me. And I just, name like, the friend. <laughs> I know, but like, like, I give her so much crap about it. That's so counterintuitive. <laughs> Watch this TikTok video and you'll be more productive. Step uh, one, oh put down gosh. TikTok. <laughs> do but, you use, but you mentioned the other thing that you had, um, you had a parental control thing. Do you still use parental control stuff? No, we actually, we got rid of it. I was just checking it out to see if it was worthwhile. Um, but we took Sarah's approach when the kids were growing up. We would do phone sweeps, um, uh, we just go grab the phone and start looking through stuff where we started having problems was like at one point we had no idea that they also signed up for a Snapchat, oh. yeah, things like that. And so we had to yeah. figure that out and, um, and really kind of just start to monitor conversation. Mm -hmm. And, and so what we noticed is there was a trend where, DMs and Instagram were really popular for the longest time, and then it did it moved to Snapchat, moved mm -hmm. to other other platforms, platforms and stuff. And so it was my like, kids don't even text. Like they, I text yeah, my, my kids. kids. I, I text my kids, mm -hmm. and they they'll respond in like an hour and a half if I'm lucky. Yes. <laughs> oh, I get days. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> oh crap! Yeah. Not looking yeah. forward to that. And Mine's then like, so oh, sorry, I didn't see it because it's not on Snapchat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So what would you guys think or what would you guys say are kind of like the top, I don't know, four or five things that you would recommend for parents that are trying to, mm -hmm. trying to view things? Would you say technology and using some sort of control in place is the best way to, to go about uh, protecting your kids? Is it family time and being close to your kids? Is it, you know, something else? I think if my kids were younger, I would absolutely have technology and controls in place. Absolutely put be, I mean, because a lot of that stuff you can do behind the scenes, they don't even know, mm -hmm. right? Especially just, if you start them Just young. certain stuff doesn't work, mm -hmm. you know? And so then yeah. they, they just live with that new world, you know, or the world that they would only know. So I would absolutely put technology in place. Now I'm, I'm at a point where my kids are old enough, it's got to be based on the relationship and, um, you know, seeing their ups and downs with how they feel about life and stuff and and hopefully so hopefully is the technology to, to keep them from accidentally hitting something that wasn't intended or to keep them because they may be curious about something searching for something i would say accidentally i mean i the curiosity part i think is fantastic mm -hmm. 
you know, I hopefully they'll land on Neil deGrasse Tyson and learn some amazing physics. But <laughs> but, but my guess is they probably well, won't. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that's what they're researching for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I doubt that they will. But uh, yeah, I think the curiosity side is still cool. Like there's so much awesome stuff that you can learn. Um, like my my one daughter, she's amazing at doing hair and makeup and stuff. And and they learned all, all these cool things, all these fun yeah. stuff on TikTok. So I can't I can't knock that part. They they learned some cool stuff. Uh, so I, I would say more for them accidentally happening upon something. And then really the just the social interaction with the people are so much braver and and just such assholes when yep. it comes to social media, whereas face to face they might not be. Yeah. And so that that's where I worry. You know that somebody's gonna come at one of my kids through social media when, in reality, they probably wouldn't. Yeah, that's the stuff that I would be most concerned with. But as far as the, I think the relationship is key. But I, if my kids were younger, with the way things are now, absolutely would have technology. Yeah, for sure. And maybe learning the internet together as they're yep. growing up. I mean, it's not a new thing now, and it's it's gonna have to be in their life. And so, making that a part of of how you parent, I think, and really starting to show them and like, this is how you use it. This exactly. is, yeah. these are the good things about it. There's so many positive things about technology. Do your kids have email addresses? Yeah. Outside of school? No, mine just have the school ones. Mine yeah. just school. Yeah. Just I bet, school. I bet my kids, by the time they get working, they'll only have work emails. Mm -hmm. I could totally see that. Yep. That's cool. no more hot mails. <laughs> I have a friend, one of my best friends that still uses his Hotmail. No, he does not. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Both my kids uh, got email addresses, I think, for the first time when they signed up for a contest that required it. Mm. Oh. <laughs> and they wanted to win. And then um, all of their college uh, application stuff oh, and everything yeah. goes to email addresses. That makes sense. Yeah. That are not school related. Yeah. But to double back on your guys' question from earlier, I would take a kind of a blended approach as well. One of the big things that I really focus on with my kids is the optics of it. That just because that they posted it today and it's funny and maybe they deleted it because it's part of their social media strategy, <laughs> doesn't mean that it's deleted. So, and I don't know how the world's going to be in 20 years from now, you know, if they go, you know, to apply for college or they're applying for a job and what if they pull up their social media accounts and they're doing some stupid TikTok dance, you know, or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to affect their future. So what I try to instill in them is to make good decisions. And if you don't want your 30-year-old self to have that video anywhere, maybe don't post it. <laughs> That's maybe, really good advice. Yeah. Maybe don't. But it, go, it blends into the parenting because I don't want to take them away from the Internet because the Internet's obviously not going anywhere. So they have to be able to be smart enough to navigate through it, but smart enough to know the optics of it and how to control the narrative so that they don't get slandered or bullied or anything else later on down the road. So, so the, although technology is a good control, it sounds like involvement, parental involvement is the best way to yep. protect your kids online. Hopefully. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's working. It seems to be. I mean, my kids' stressors don't seem to be stemming from Same. online activity. Nope. Um, that's good. That's a good point about the, yeah. about what, like the, I think you actually mentioned that a while back. Oh, when we were prepping, probably. Yeah, what what might happen in 30 years when you're trying yeah. to get a job? Well, that's yeah. what I was saying. I was the first Facebook 
you know, like Facebook came out like my uh, senior year of high school. I think, and then I was a little bit older. <laughs> I was, <too. laughs> I was out of college, yeah. but I, or it was my freshman year, maybe something like that, of college. And I went home thinking that I was so cool with my Facebook page or whatever. And my dad brings it up, and we're at like a big old Thanksgiving dinner, and he was like, "Nice cake stand, Sarah." I said, "Excuse me." No. And my grandma was like, "Sarah, what's a cake stand?" I was like. Oh my god! And from that second, wow. I never put anything stupid like that, like as my profile picture or anything else like that, because I learned on the spot that once you post it, even if you change it, it's never gonna go away. That's, That's so funny. So story, <laughs> yeah, life lesson: <laughs> don't do cake stands. And put there it has been a time when somebody posted something that I did the day before, and I called them immediately and asked them to take it down, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to say what it was. Thank you. <laughs> did you have a MySpace? Oh, yeah, classic. Did. did you have a MySpace? Yes, top yeah. eight for life. Man, I loved MySpace. <laughs> I... <laughs> Why was it it's... so much better? Oh, because that's where I first learned to program. Oh, oh really? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, you could like... You could bold things and you oh, could do right. stuff. Oh, that's right. You could I put think, music to yeah, it. Yeah, you could put music. Yeah, I think I remember hearing somebody say, man, I really wish they would make it so on Facebook you could like personalize your page more. Yeah. And then maybe add some music and then somebody goes, or turn it into MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> we should do it to Teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, so a, that's a great, great point. Don't post it unless you want it there forever. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I got to talk to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a great episode. If you enjoyed this and want more, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on future topics. Follow us on all your favorite social platforms for bonus content and behind the scenes fun. Thanks for joining us on this journey towards financial empowerment. Until next time, stay tuned, stay sappy, and see you next time on IDIQ Labs.